What up, what up, episode four. What's up? The fourth quarter podcast, my man Kona. This is uh, the fourth, fourth quarter. Oh my gosh. I just put that together. This is going to be the craziest episode, just based on that. Honestly, friends, we're so glad you're with us. It's yep. Christmas in January, as they say. No one says that. Shannon makes fun of me. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm not sure I've heard anyone say that. I'm the kind of guy who, I see the 25th every month and I get more excited Christmas? for Christmas. Okay. Well, we've... We've got a while. You know, we're definitely closer to the one we just had. <laughs> That's really true. Unfortunately. Coda, how are you doing today, my man? I'm doing good. Yeah, it's, uh, I didn't even, well, I did send you an audio message. The yeah. Traffic today was nuts. I People. came here from like two miles away and it was like 38 minutes or something like that. Friends, we live in L.A. That was like even bad for L.A. I was like, this is, I didn't even get on the freeway. This like, hell, nuts. I'm going to just get out of my car and walk. <laughs> I honestly probably would have been about the same time. Yeah. Well, you know, this is why Shannon bikes places. You can just get there more <laughs> I know. Honestly, she's she's living in a different year than I am because that's pretty smart when you think about it. This is part of why we live in a city. <laughs> and, and speaking of a city, uh, yeah. there are some cities around the country that have some have some big, big news that we want to we wanna drop in on this okay. Triple B for, okay? So first city, okay. uh, Boston... New England, they hired an offensive coordinator, Bill O'Brien, probably probably going to play into a, this uh, this fun QB carousel oh, game yeah. that we play oh, later yeah. on today. Oh, yeah. I think it's a great move, too. He oh, was terrible at Alabama. I don't know if we have a lot of college football fans watching, but that was a terrible experiment. So I'm glad he's back in the NFL. Better for him. Well said. Yeah. Absolutely well said. Um, uh, a friend of my family, not necessarily a friend of the show yet, but Mike Bray, one Mike Bray, coach of Notre Dame basketball. He's been there for, I think, 23 years. Long he's time. the winningest of all time at Notre Dame. He's stepping down after this season. I mm. talked to my grandma. My grandma reminded me he grew up three doors down in Rockville, Maryland for my mom and her family. How cool is that? That's That's a great, like party fact yeah especially for a sports fan this yeah. is like a mainstay name in college sports let me give you uh one one better he actually yeah. sends a notre dame basketball christmas card to my grandma each year you're kidding no, i'm not kidding what that's how good of a dude he is dude that's why i've I never heard for a him. single bad thing about him no. just one of those guys no absolutely yeah. absolutely that's great. i love hearing that it, you just love it. Um, and then the one that I really wanted to, to hone in on, this mm-hmm. is nuts. LeBron James became the first player to score 40 points against all... Every team. All 30 teams. That's insane. <laughs> like, that's just like one of those facts that you're like, okay, I can fathom that he puts up a lot of points. He's been doing this for a while. He's going to break Kareem's all-time yeah. scoring record. But this is just like a... No, no, no. Like, he's had special moments against, against every team. Every team. It's almost unfathomable to think That about. is unfathomable, fantastic yeah. word for it. <laughs> you know what else was kind of unfathomable this what? weekend? Some of the results that we saw, particularly the one that you and I watched. Yeah, we really, like, picked that game feeling like it was a great game to watch, too. And it was probably the worst one. It was from start to finish, like, the Twice. second that game started. Twice. Yeah. Well, take us there, Coda. Yeah. Take uh, us to that. Well, segment. it was a it was a beautiful night in Sherman Oaks, California. Mm. Um, also, we're leading into Manuka, the misses and me. This is our mainstay on this podcast. Um, I'm just going to preface. I said this last week uh-huh. that I was probably going to have a really bad week. <laughs> so, in a way, 
I guess I had a good week because I did predict that yeah. I would have a bad week. And that so counts, pro- right? Yeah, that you counts. were 1-0 so, at predicting your own score. Yes, yeah, so if we're going to start that column, I'm leading in that right now. We'll adjust um, it. We'll but adjust this stats. is a uh, little game we like to play with the most beautiful dog in Los Angeles County, Manuka. Mm. Our great wives, Shannon and Annie, and me and Ben, predict the games. We've been keeping our records. This week, it was actually Ben and Manuka, both at 3-1. and one. Um, Who'd you guys have? You guys had Niners, Eagles, Chiefs, Bills... You guys were exactly the same. There's plenty of room on my coattails, Manuka. And I think she <laughs> learned from her last week. She did. She, she was the underdog special. <laughs> really, truly the underdog special. I think both of us, believe it or not, gang, so we went 3-1 and one this week, Nuka and I. But that's those were um, favorites. Yeah. I believe that the but three wins were with the three favorites. This time of year, those are good picks, the yeah. favorites. I mean, I can yeah. attest that not picking the favorites this time of year is tough. Look, Manuka's come to visit us, she I think. She him. says, Dad, are you making fun of me, or <laughs> did I do a good job? But Manuka, you did a great job, babe. And great picks. To go further into the games, some of the results were pretty jarring. I did not expect the Eagles blowout that we saw. Uh, in fact, I predicted a Giants win. Yeah. Wasn't feeling great about it, if you listen to the podcast, but I did not expect a 31-point rubbing. What were some of your thoughts watching that game? I know we were just kind of speechless watching it, honestly. Well, the one the one place that we did need to give uh, Coda a little bit of grief is this take on uh, Daniel Jones being an elite quarterback. Oh, uh, I didn't think you were going to bring that up. Which, I will say, <laughs> if anyone looked elite, obviously it was the Eagles' defense. Truly, um, truly. I think that this is less a condemnation of Daniel Jones, who I think could use some more weapons, now finally has Brian Dable with him. Yep. offensive-minded head coach, someone who really can form him. Yep. I'd say jury's out on Daniel Jones. I'd give him another year. Yeah. But yeah, man, and I've never been super high on the guy, really. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, to Coda's credit, you took a flyer on him last week. You I know, think sometimes you, were being you gotta generous. take the hot take, yeah. you know? You know? Yeah, but the, like truly the word for the Eagles D that I used, I used two words. One was scary, the other was ferocious. I mean, effectively, they swallowed yeah. up Daniel Jones. Yeah. Um, my buddy Jack, uh, who I went to school with, he's a huge Eagles fan, and he wanted me to point out a couple things. So um, the Eagles pass rush broke the NFL record by having four players with double-digit sacks this season. That's ridiculous. Like, let that register... There are 17 games in a season, right? There are four guys that Oof. went over double digits in sacks. That's like people just getting swallowed up. And, That's and, an onslaught. And what you're talking about is crazy, too. Because So if you're thinking they all just had 10 sacks, you're looking at a team having 40 sacks for 17 games, even that as a team would be like, dang, they're getting a little over two sacks a game. Yeah. And that's just between four dudes. It's ridiculous. It's honestly astonishing yeah. um and so not just one that, would say unfathomable unfathomable is our yeah. word of the day jalen hurts really did not look hurt and i think you mm-hmm. know not to pun on his name but i i think he really is tough i think he showed up yeah. dangerous i'm excited to see what we pick for this next one yeah and and it i'm glad you said that because i kind of felt like watching these games and kind of watching the highlights again reading about them doing some analysts like there wasn't really a great game this week. Right. Cowboys 49ers, you could say it was the closest game, but it wasn't a great game. Yeah. Uh, Bengals really dominated the Bills, which I totally predicted that happening. In the Not. snow. In, in the their snow. home. You would assume that the Bills would have had the advantage. Goodness. Eagles obviously beat the Giants. And then Chiefs-Jaguars was a seven-point game, but I think if anyone watched that game, it wasn't 
Chiefs looked like the better team that game. Yeah. It makes me feel like we really do have the best four teams right now. Yeah. Um, because it just felt like each team that won last weekend truly won. It wasn't, there was no flukes. It was like, these are clearly the best four teams available right now. I think that's a spot on point. Um, I think it was honestly a, a privilege to watch these teams at their at their height. So I think mm-hmm. Pat Mahomes got hurt, still figured out. One of my guys I like to listen to the most is Nick Wright. He says the top three quarterbacks in the league right now are Pat Mahomes on two legs, Joe Burrow, and then Pat Mahomes on one leg. <laughs> and I think yep. that's incredibly offensive to some people. But, but. I mean, maybe not inaccurate. And yeah. I think we need to keep that in mind is – as we pick Bengals Chiefs this week, is it Pat Mahomes on two legs or Pat Mahomes on one leg that we're getting? Big question, big question. Point beyond that, fifth straight AFC Championship game that the Chiefs are hosting. Insane. Hosting. Insane. And the Bengals are going to their second straight. Remember, mm-hmm. they beat the Chiefs last year in Kansas City. Same scenario. Stoked about that. Yeah. Let me give you one last piece, and then I want to hear about your takeaways from the Niners' victory. Yeah, maybe. But there is a really interesting stat that came out this week, okay? Okay. Um, there's a five-year window within which, historically, QBs and coaches, the tandem, can win Super Bowls, according okay. to historical stats. After five years, if a tandem has not won a Super Bowl, historically, they will not win. That guess, is fascinating. Guess who falls into that this year? Would it be, well, it couldn't be Josh Allen, no? It, does. it is it indeed is. Mr. Wow. Josh Allen, the quarterback of the Bills. I was, I was going to say, we had some time in the segment. I'd love to talk about the Bills. Let's, let's go there. Let's go there. Yeah, talk I mean, to me about the Bills. Bills, Sean dude. McDermott, head coach, Josh Allen, fifth year together. I mean, I don't know. I can't remember the owner's name or general manager. There was some interview with the GM or the owner yeah. of the Bills, and they were yeah. asked about the roster problems yeah. and asked about the receiving core. And he said he made up an interesting point that I kind of I got. Uh, he said, you know, if you're looking at the Bengals, that team is stacked right now. Yeah. Um, he said, I don't want to have to suck to get a Jamar Chase. Yeah. Which makes sense. Like yeah. the Bills aren't in a position to get these high draft picks, and at some point, it's gonna happen. The Bengals, the Chargers, some of these other teams, the young QBs, they're gonna have to figure out how to restructure those contracts, the roster. The Bills are in a tough spot. Yeah. Because Josh Allen makes big money. Yeah. Stephon Diggs makes big money. They mm-hmm. don't really have the luxury of filling a lot of the holes. And I think what's helped in the past few years is the defense has been so good. Right. That it kind of made us blind to some of the offensive holes. And yeah. Josh Allen is so good. He's doing what he does on the field, and you're like, they have no holes on offense. It's like, well, actually, they clearly have holes on offense. Yeah. Now this year with the defense feeling like it regressed a bit. It just feels like, and kind of what you said, it feels like the window might have passed. Like, I just don't see, with the Bengals on the rise, the Chiefs being as good as they are, especially in the AFC, I don't see, at least with the roster they have right now, how they could come back next year, the year after that, and really, truly compete. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I mean, I think... The Cincy Benjis, Micah Taylor's Cincy Benjis, they looked like the more balanced team across the board. They Absolutely. did well on all three sides of the ball. Um, I think, honestly, the, the the Bills' lack of consistent run game, which you heard Cam last week saying, basically, this emergence, right, of Singletary and Cook yep. needed to hold up. The snow, Then the snow comes, and it really exposed, like, hey, you need to be able to get some yards when you can. Yeah. 
and he did not make erratic plays. Um, yeah, guess who the other uh, combination is. I won't make you guess. I'm actually curious. John Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. Mm. Which and we got to talk about as well we, later we, on. Yeah, that's going to come up later because that is really interesting, this whole five-year thing because it feels like it's like a vortex. Like it's yeah. literally, you yeah. feel the tension between both those quarterbacks right now. It's really interesting. And I'll just say, lastly, Zach Taylor from the Bengals needs to start getting some more love. I mean, he's very close to bringing them to two straight Super Bowls. It'd be insane. I mean, yeah. that that came out of nowhere. So, yeah. tell me, as we wrap this segment, what what are your thoughts on um, the 49ers-Cowboys game? Yeah, obviously, I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> just kidding. Again, one of my many uh, failed predictions this week. Um, I'm just really impressed with the 49ers. Because I think the fear or the anxiety around the 49ers is Brock Purdy. Yeah. Because it's obviously a great story. He's playing so well. You keep feeling like this is the game. It's going to just crash down. And it's not like he played bad. Right. But it's like he didn't play great. Right. But when their defense plays that well, mm. it's ridiculous. Like, it, it feels like they're almost unbeatable. Yeah. I mean, when their offense is good... What was the wild card they put? 41. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doesn't even matter if their defense has an off game. They're going to win that game. And then here they score 19. You're thinking, oh, most teams might lose that game. They give it 12 points to a team that just dominated the week before. Yeah. Like, truly dominated. Um, we'll get into more of this. I'm super high on the 49ers. Um, great. Yeah, I, I think they're great. I saw today they gave up, like, 16 points a game this year. That's insane. Holy cow. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's this part of me that's like, maybe Brock Purdy's going to have a bad game, but I don't know if it's going to matter if the right. defense keeps playing that well. Right. Yeah. Ultimately, I do think that the supporting cast for the Niners is what took them home. I mean, yeah. um, Mitchell and McCaffrey, that beautiful two-headed monster uh, of running backs that they had, I think Purdy was accurate enough. Mm-hmm. Mr. Dak Prescott proving again that he's not elite, just like his NFC East running mate. Uh, and then I think truly just the sheer dominance of the Niners. We've got a head-on collision of two Dude. powerful teams this weekend with them with the Eagles. Because something's got to break. Yeah. And obviously we'll preview these games, but yeah, I, I think just the most exciting thing I'm thinking about that is you're looking at a defense that's been absolutely so dominant versus an offense that's been absolutely so dominant. One of them's not going to have the game that they're used to having, so really interesting matchup. That is a great setup for the later conversation. I'm stoked about it. And just to to brag a little bit, because we actually do have a really competitive run right now. Annie and I are now (laughs) sitting... I'm six and four. Annie yeah. six and four. Coda and Shannon at five and five. Very respectable. And Manuka worked her way up to four and Dang. six. She has a chance. We're Manuka's pretty good. Got an outside chance. We're pretty good money in Vegas I'd really right say now. Honestly, the four of us. Manuka has a chance, but then the four of us. Really, anyone could take this. It's going to be interesting. And there's some serious disparity in the picking, which I think is also really yep. healthy. But guys, it's not time for that. No. It's time for this uh, many times promised and now finally <laughs> coming to fruition segment. Going through many changes and, and switch-ups, we've landed on a good spot. Iterations and a half, yes. This segment we call it, But What If? You know, cue like mysterious music. This is a segment about a QB carousel. We've promised it. I'm going to share a few rumors. We'll then spend some time talking about who's on the move, potentially. Yep. 
and then we're gonna we're gonna marry a couple teams in QBs. Yeah. Uh, based on you know the wisdom that we have, which is quite immense. And, and based on you know our track record, we're probably going to be a hundred percent right. Yeah. You know, a year from now. Yeah. yeah. Or at least five hundred. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So uh, here's uh some rumors. Um, Trey Lance. Yep. The Titans hired Rand Carthon, the former 49ers director of player personnel, last I think it was last week, maybe the week before. Trey Lance decides to take to social media and post a fingers crossed emoji as a response to you that. You told me about this. Coda, interesting stuff. Very cryptic, very interesting. Let's get cryptic-er. Okay. Lamar Jackson posted this quote. Okay. When you have something good, you don't play with it. You don't take chances losing it. You don't neglect it. Yada, yada, yada. I'm not going to give him the full okay. airtime here. Also, a commander's jersey photo of Lamar Jackson was deleted from his Instagram story this week. Oh, wow. Very interesting. My friend Ronnie shared this with me. I said, be still my heart. Ronnie, don't tell me these things. <laughs> and last one for you. Okay. Hit me. Tom Brady was spotted in Miami. Looking at private schools. No, he wasn't. Yeah, Manuka, there's Manuka, no need to cry about that, I know, okay? She really wants it's Brady all right. in Miami. Yeah, it's all right. We'll see. He's not going to be on Tampa. I know how that <laughs> bugs you. Um, my dear dog, crying in the background. Those are rumors. Mm. That mentions two guys. Tom yep. Brady, Lamar Jackson. We've got Aaron Rodgers. Big one. Derek Carr. Jimmy G. And I wrote Derek Carr twice. Good. Um, guys, That's those are some big, big, big names. names. Big names. And one name I think has gotten slandered a bit this year, and we have been part of that, because I really, I'll say it on the podcast, if I meet the guy, obviously, I don't like the guy. This just rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. I think people forget that, what was it, like two years ago, Aaron Rodgers was MVP? Like, and the year before that. Back-to-back MVP. Yeah, I mean, or was that the last two years? I think he was Someone the last two us. MVPs. I think he was the last two. If anything, Fantastic. it's been two of the last three at the worst. Yeah. And he has a regression of a season, yeah. which really was like a pretty good season for almost anyone else. Yeah. I think people are forgetting how big of a free agency that is. Like, yeah. he could truly turn around one of these franchises. This is, like if, this is like if LeBron, Giannis, and KD all hit the market on the same year. 100%. I mean, truly. It's insane. I... I would say, and that's, you know, I'm not necessarily saying Lamar Jackson is one of the top five players in the league, yeah. but I think to get Brady Rodgers, yeah. yeah, Jackson and Carr, Jimmy G, not as much, but yeah. like these are, these are some franchise altering moves potentially. 100%. Um, so here's what we're going to do, Coda, is okay. we're going to spend uh, a few minutes. Okay. We're going to go through these teams as potential suitors for some of these QBs or others. Okay. And I'm going to hit you with a name. Um, a name of a team, and then you're going to tell me what you'd like to see and what you think will happen. Okay. Um, In fact, yeah, let's go in that order. Okay. Okay. Um, And then I will chime in with my own thoughts. But let's let's start way down south in the NFC South with the Atlanta Falcons. See, I like this one because I was really thinking about this today i did a deep dive on this so i have a reason i'm honored to hear yeah and reality is this is what i'd like to happen it's not going to happen i think some news out the past couple days probably means this person's not going to be on the move this is a person that you guys know i I really like i really wanted to see do well 
I actually think Daniel Jones to the Falcons would be amazing for his career. Okay. And over the last couple of days, there's more news. Giants are probably going to keep him around, probably give yeah. him a contract. I just think he's better than what we see in uh, New York. Uh-huh. He's not asked to do a lot in New York outside of kind of game managing. Yeah. But I brought this up, I think it was last week. You watched his college stuff. He was nuts. He yeah. was an air raid dude. Like, he has a cannon. Who's the head coach of the Falcons? Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith, not blank. That's the GM. Yeah. He was the OC in Tennessee yeah. for Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. When dude looked like a freaking like MVP candidate. Uh-huh. He made Ryan Tannehill, of all people, look low-key unstoppable. Okay. I just feel like you married Daniel Jones, a super young guy with him. He's an offensive guy. He made Marcus Mariota look pretty good this year. Desmond Ritter looks pretty good. Yeah. I'd love to see that. Okay. What I think is going to happen is Desmond Ritter's going to get the starting job, which is fair. Yeah. I don't think Desmond Ritter's the dude, personally. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's my, like, hot take. I want to see Daniel Jones in Atlanta with some more weapons, an offensive guy. I think it'd be great. I honestly do. I love that. I don't have much for Atlanta, but I will say there have been some rumors um, for, that Lamar Jackson may also be interested in the Falcons. I do think that they, they like to play fast. They like mobile quarterbacks mm-hmm. for sure. They also like being absolutely trash. So <laughs> either player would be taking yeah. a step back in terms of personnel, unfortunately. Yeah. So I don't see the incentive. Maybe it's getting paid. Um, and, and I do agree. I think it'll probably be Desmond Ritter. Let's not forget yeah. that they have a top 10 pick. I forget yeah. exactly. I think it might be number eight. It's it's later. Yeah. It'll probably be a defensive So dude. they could snag someone if yeah. they really wanted really to, wanted. or they could bundle and move yeah. for somebody. So I heard there was some like Anthony Richardson talks potentially, but... You're really I, high on him, Coda. Oh, my God. Guys, <laughs> I am an Anthony Richardson fanatic over here. Just Who is kidding. that, Coda? Uh, he's the Florida quarterback. If anyone's watched him, you'll see every one of, like, 56 passes. Okay. You're like, wow, that was amazing. Yeah. Well, one of every 56 passes is a terrible ratio. So, I think he's talented. He is not going to be a starting NFL quarterback, at Amen. least not for a full season. Let's spend zero more time yes. on him, uh, speaking. So let's go uh, to their counterpart in the NFC South, the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. What I would really like to see, I can't remember exactly where they pick in the first round. I'd like to see them trade up, potentially, okay. and get like a C.J. Stroud. Yeah. Um, I think they have pieces on offense. I um, think they, they've got a good coaching staff offensively. I think he could really, really... Um, do well there yeah my gut tells me is they're gonna give sam donald another shot yeah um, and it's not like sam donald's bad yeah. and every once in a while i'll have a game where you're like oh like man he's good um that's my gut i'd love to see him trade up and get a qb a cj stroud tied i think they'll stick with sam donald yeah at least for the beginning of the year i don't know if he'll be the guy and maybe they trade up and get cj stroud and start sam donald yeah um and you know later in the season we see cj but I just somehow, some way, Sam Darnold continues to start in this league, so I don't oh, see it changing. It's a it's a waste of uh, a roster spot in my yeah, humble opinion. I agree. But I do think that potentially grooming a young QB under him maybe is a good idea. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see Jimmy G. I've heard his name thrown around in some circles with Carolina. Um, I know that they're willing to spend. Yeah. They have a lot of money in that organization. Um, could be a lot of fun. Again, dumpster fire organization dumpster. right now. Yeah. Not really that concerned. However, 
it seems like Tom Brady is going to be leaving Tampa, at least yep. based on what we've seen uh, that he's said. Uh, and, and here's a, here's a destination that is, you know, definitely being linked to Tom Brady to kind of spoil it. If you don't know that, you really don't yep. listen to sports. Uh, Las Vegas, the Raiders. Yeah. Coda, what do you think's going on there? It's tough. I yeah. mean, they've got money. Yeah. They've got the allure. Tons of pieces. You've got Devontae Adams, who I think said he wants to stay regardless. Yeah. Um, which would make me assume that... He's talked to the front office, and he knows they're going to go get a big-time QB. Yeah. Um, I would love to see Aaron Rodgers go to the Raiders. Yeah. Mainly because they already have the chemistry. So I just think it's a perfect meshing. I think it's going to be Brady. That's my gut. It just kind of seems like everything's pointing that direction. Yeah, yeah. If I'm the Raiders, I think that's just kind of based on name. I think you would rather take Aaron Rodgers, Mm -hmm. personally. I think he has more years left in the tank. Um, but I think it's going to be Brady in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, Vegas actually thinks it's going to be Brady based on the most recent odds. Really? Um, I think that a Jimmy G also could work there. I could see right? that. He has an existing relationship with Josh McDaniels. Um, I, I mean, we we know, this is not even a think, we know it won't be Derek Carr. Derek Carr yeah. has formally left the team. Uh, he's even, you know, took the time to pen that heartfelt Instagram post that we talked about. <laughs> um I do, uh, I do think it's going to be Tom Brady. It's yeah. not what I want. I it's actually not what I want, want more for them. I frankly would uh, go with someone more like a Jimmy G, or even yeah. just start with a with a young guy, realizing the conf- the division and conference that you play in. Yeah. Unless you're getting like a, a Burrow, Mahomes, or Herbert. Yeah. Where are you going in this conference totally. right now? So, yeah. well, you know, a, a crazy wild card in that could be a Lamar Jackson type. Like, I feel like he could fit into that offense. Yeah. You know, that would give wow. them some energy that I think they're looking for. That's give a, a hot whole, take. Would give a totally different Woo. take on that offense. Mm. He would have weapons downfield, yeah. but they have they haven't had it. I mean, Derek Carr's not a dual threat dude. Yeah. I, you think know, about probably not going to happen, like but it would be really interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. like what he had with Tim Tebow, except for, like, really good at football. Um, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. Could happen. Mm. Don't think it'll happen, but I'd love to see something like that. That's spicy. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> um, okay, let's look uh, a little bit uh, a little bit more interesting, I think, in terms of relevance, right? In the cool. AFC South, we have the Tennessee Titans always in the mix in their division. Yeah. What are you seeing in Tennessee? You kind of touched on it earlier. Okay. I don't think the Trey Lance rumors are unfounded. Right. Um, especially if the rumors coming out of the Bay Area with Brock Purdy are correct, that they really are going to move forward with Purdy as the guy yeah. in the coming years. If I'm Trey Lance, I, what's my incentive? I, I have to get out. I, yeah. I want to play football. Um, the connection seems to be there. I'd love to see that. Um, I actually think that's going to happen. Okay. So that's the first one. I'm like, I'd love to see that, and I think it's going to happen. The yeah. stars just seem to be aligning, especially if the 49ers rumors are true that Brock is going to be the guy. Obviously, he could poop the bed mm-hmm. this weekend, and they rethink everything. But I think Trey Lance is going to be tied to QB next year. I love your optimism today. I feel like you really you brought it. I feel like the hot <laughs> takes are here. I'll, I'll give you a hot take in a Go. second, but first I'm going to be a downer. Love it. Um, what do I want? I also want Trey Lance, a.k.a. a future, a.k.a. someone who's way more talented than Tannehill or yeah. Malik Willis. Love Malik. Incredible salt-of-the-earth human. 
Totally. Didn't show as much this year. No. I'm not even going to insult him because he's such yeah. a great dude. Um, I do think they're going to stick with Tannehill. I yeah. hate to say it. I, I don't think it. he's I old enough or bad enough to move off yet. Yeah, fair. I want, and it would be crazy, this is linked to rumors last year okay. that he bought a house in that area, and it is one Aaron Rodgers. I love Ooh. the fit. I love Vrabel as his coach. I love Derrick Henry as his running back. I love the Titans defense. Wow. I wanted it so badly last year, and he didn't make it happen. There's also a possibility that Aaron could be traded if the Packers decided we're going to go with Love. They've definitely yeah. held their, their their cards close to their chest there. Um, let's let's keep it fun, though. Let's go down to, to South Beach. What do you have for the Miami Dolphins? Well, you really threw a, a bit of a, a <laughs> plot twist. I had to give you something hot hey, off the gate. You know, I think that organization loves Tua. Yeah. So my gut really tells me they're not going to move on from Tua. Right. Um, I really, I genuinely think they love him enough that I think a dude, a Brady, could come along. Mm. And I, I think there would still be a decent chance they would stick with Tua. Um, I think that would be the smart choice. Um, honestly, I think any team that gives up a lot of their future or gives up a lot of their their immediate plans to get Brady is probably not the best move. Yeah. Um, it kind of strikes me as not that Brady and Stafford are the same quarterbacks, but it strikes me as the same situation of, you know, Rams getting loaded and winning a Super Bowl and then turning back into the Rams, you know? Right, right. Um, so I, I think Miami sticks with Tua. But yeah. anything could happen. I just think they're so loyal to him. They want to see him succeed so bad that they're going to stick with him, at least through his rookie contract. Yeah. I also think they're going to stick with Tua. I think that they're um, not dumb to do that because, again, the weapons are so good. So I think good. if he really had a prolific arm, they would really have something there with him because he's such a great guy. Yeah. Clearly respected in the locker room. Um, good for Miami. Yep. What I want to see here is Jimmy Garoppolo. I yeah. want to see him there. Yeah. I think Mike McDaniels would like to have him. Um, I think he obviously has that 49ers connection. I think he's mm -hmm. young enough. I think he's accurate enough. He's a distributor. He's like a point guard like Chris Paul, right? Yeah. He's not looking to um, put people on his back like Joe Burrow in Cincinnati, right? Yeah. Um, that's what I want to see. I, I like also that. think to... Uh, Gosh, it would be fun if Brady went to Miami. There's no way they're going to do that, though, right? That I don't see it up. happening. That would blow up everything it, they're doing right yeah, now. Yeah, it doesn't make sense for them. Um, great. Let's go uh, up to the chilly New York Jets. Yeah, this is a really interesting one because yeah. I think this is such a unknown one. Um, yeah. I think Zach Wilson is just getting absolutely obliterated in yeah. sports media all over the place. Which is kind of sad to see, because I think, I don't know if you saw, even like a week ago, like this report came out from a pretty reputable source that he was like late to team meetings, and he like, everyone hated him, and then a bunch of the Jets players came out and were like, that is completely untrue, he's literally always like on time meetings, he's always there. So I think there's a, this huge narrative yeah. about Zach Wilson that's being created, and I think anyone under those narratives has a chance to really regress yeah. and become a player they're not. And that's potentially what we saw this year. And the team seems to oddly, maybe blindly sticking with him. It's it's very strange to me. I don't really understand it. Yeah. So my gut tells me I think they're going to at least give him the start of next year. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to 
run away from having a backup plan. Yeah. So I could see them trading up in the draft, getting someone. I could see them getting someone, maybe they try to sneak a Trey Lance in there or, mm-hmm. or things like that. I think they're going to have a backup plan, but I think they start the season with Zach Wilson next year. Okay. Whether I like it or not, I think that's what I, I see happening for them. Okay, yeah. I think they're going to get Derek Carr. I really think they're yeah. going to get Derek Carr. I think that I've seen he, I've seen a lot of that. He just he's a better he's a better player. Mm-hmm. He's more proven. He's not old. Yeah. Uh, he's already exited Vegas. I think he wants it. I've heard both Brady and Rodgers connected to the Jets. I don't see it with either of them. No. Um, frankly, uh, I don't really care, but I do think that the Jets are probably going to be a playoff team next year, just based off of how close they got, yeah. how much they imported. They really so are a quarterback away. They are, and they yeah, need that. Truly. Um, let's go a couple quick hitters here. Yeah. Let me just throw Houston and Indy there together for you. Do you yeah. have any crazy takes on either of them? Well, I think Houston at this point seems like a given. They're drafting Bryce Young. Yeah. Um, I actually had that one. I actually had both of these as a place I could see Derek Carr kind of thriving in. Sure. So I feel like he's at the point of, in his career right now where going to a place like Houston or Indy, yeah. very low expectations, very low pressure, could be a great opportunity for him to kind of just pop off. Yeah. Because the Raiders, no matter what the actual recent history is about that team, the expectations are high. Fan base really expects a lot. 100%. Um, I think he could really thrive going somewhere that, not not to be offensive to the culture of the Texans, but the expectations are just lower right now. Yeah. The energy is lower. I think he could really step into one of those roles and do really well. Yeah. Um, I don't think it'll be Houston just based on the fact if I'm Houston, I'm probably not taking Derek Carr over drafting a young Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Houston will go with Bryce Young. Um, but I could genuinely see Derek Carr and Indy. I, okay. I feel like that could be a fit. I, I really think that that could work. I think more so than Houston for sure. Yeah. I think they're more than just a Derek Carr away. Agreed. But and I think he getting, doesn't want a project. And I he's think a great he, culture guy. Yeah. I I think Indy could win nine ten games next yeah. year with a decent quarterback like a Derek Carr. Yeah, like with Matt Ryan. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that what we all thought this that year? That is what we all thought. Maybe we're going to eat our words on this too. Good night. Um, let's uh, let's skip Baltimore, assuming that I think we both believe Lamar Jackson is going to get paid and stick I think so, there. Yeah. Uh, and you can correct me if you have any giant fantasies yeah. there. But let's wrap with Tampa Bay. Yeah, this is a really tough one. They're, I feel like they're in a difficult position because... Yeah. I think they're in a difficult position in the sense of all year, it's kind of been an unknown. We don't mm-hmm. really know. Is Brady going to come back to play some more? Is he going to stay? That we, we just don't know. Whereas we've had teams like the Jets or teams Houston, Indy, Atlanta, Carolina. We know they're looking for quarterbacks. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of just the hype has not been around someone going to the Bucks. It just feels so unknown to me. Um, I think a dude like Derek Carr could thrive there. Without a um, doubt. I, I feel like he has a lot of options. Um, I actually feel like I'd really love to see Derek Carr thrive there. Um, I don't know what their assets look like. They wouldn't surprise me as a team that trades up in the draft, um, maybe tries to get Lord Save Me and Anthony Richardson, something <laughs> like that. Who knows? Or maybe even trying to trade for Will Levis on draft day. You just don't know. They're really in position where like, yeah. they kind of just have to go out and get someone. Because yeah. I don't think the energy is like... Going to the Bucks, like it, it's hard. I could see Derek Carr driving there. Maybe Lamar, if 
the Ravens stuff doesn't work out, but my gut tells me, Derek, if they're looking for someone, but no, I, I think they're probably in the worst position of all the teams looking for a quarterback right now. Or maybe a good position. So I'll, I'll wrap yeah. this segment by saying I actually am a believer that um, that the Bucks might try and find someone cheap in the draft or mm. cheap in free agency yeah. because I think they may low-key realize, hey, we're actually going to have to really blow it up if Brady leaves. Yeah. But we're not too many steps away. But there's mm. guys like Caleb Williams and Drake May available in next year's draft. Yeah. So maybe they aim to be relevant, sneak into the playoffs because they're in the literal worst division in history, <laughs> and figure it out, and yeah. then actually begin their plan. So I can definitely see that. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. And, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, that was great. With lots to probably look back on in the next few months. And we got to write all that down. Yeah, we, we need to That's go back. That's bold. And Maybe we should that. go to Vegas this weekend. And just I know. Just bet on that. Say hi to Tom Brady <laughs> as he's moving in. Put we'll, some bets uh, down. <laughs> moving on. Uh, we're gonna head back into Manuka, the misses and me. Um, once again, we do this every single week. Um, I want to talk about some of these lines really quick. One of them is really surprising to me, and you actually <laughs> wrote "Wow" and all caps with an exclamation point. So I think you're surprised as well. We got Eagles by two and a half. I see it. I mean, honestly, I could have seen it go the other way and not really thought of much of it either. Yeah. It seems like a pretty even line to me. I think um, so. Chiefs by one is super interesting to me and feels a little disrespectful yeah. if I'm a Bengals fan. I feel really disrespected by that because Burrow's 3-0 against Mahomes. He did this last year. Yeah. And Mahomes is literally on one leg right now. Like, we don't even know what he's going to look like. And the Bengals are striding. So that is really great. I saw you write that down. And I was like, surely that's a typo. It's been moving all day, all week as well. It's gone down. It was at, I think, Chiefs by two and a half. That is now it's crazy, at one. Man. It could be a Bengals favored by the end of the week, for it, all we know. It feels like it should be. Um, so that's really interesting. But I'll, I'll go through the picks. Annie, my beautiful wife, has got the Chiefs and the Eagles. Um, really, there's there's nothing wrong with any of these picks at this point because these right. are truly, like I was saying earlier, I feel like these are absolutely the four best teams. Um, I've got, and we have some scores, you and me. I've got Bengals over the Chiefs, 34-24. Great. I just, history, recent history tells us, them playing a healthy Chiefs team, they've been better. So yeah. I yeah. don't think Chiefs are healthy. We've got 49ers over Eagles at 31-30. I think that's going to be a great game. Yeah. Um, I really, you kind of mentioned it earlier too, I think what's helping Brock too is he has an, an amazing supporting cast. Yeah. He's in the perfect position to be evolving with Devo, McCaffrey, like really amazing pieces around him. I think they take that. Uh, Shannon's got Bengals and 49ers. Shout out to Shannon. Um, Manuka's got Chiefs and 49ers, and Ben, I'll let you take this away. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, well, I'm actually really pumped that we didn't have the same thing again, and that there's yeah. a good amount of disparity between all of us. I would agree. Um, in fact, there are none of us picking the same teams. You're right. right. Um, wait, no, 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 you have Bengals and Niners, right? So you're also, yeah. you and oh, Shannon and Shannon. the same. I just said that. That's okay. No, it's okay. So I'm going with the Bengals and the yeah. Eagles. I have the Bengals beating the Chiefs 31-20. Okay. I hate saying that because, you know, Mahomes is going to make me look dumb potentially. But I know. I, also, I felt that way too. I felt when I betted for the Bills that uh, I've already been made look dumb by Joe Burrow. And, you know, fool me once, you know, shame on me. But, um, yeah. So, uh, 
Or is it shame on you? I don't know. Either way. (laughs) There's shame. There's a lot of shame. shame. I feel shame. I would feel more shame if I was a Bills fan, but I'm not. So, um, (laughs) and I have the Eagles edging out the 49ers 21-17. This, to me, is the wheels on the bus come off, finally, for Brock Purdy. He's going up against that elite defensive line. I just have the the narrative ending there with a lot of hope. Fair. Um, And I just kind of feel like the Eagles and the Bengals look like they're kind of the teams, but... Again, very much could be wrong. My early Super Bowl pick actually is Bengals over Eagles, um, 31-24. And we're going gonna to hold the opportunity to amend these later. Yeah. What would you say right now for your, I guess that's uh, Bengals-Niners Super Bowl. Yeah. Sorry, is that right? Yes, yeah, Bengals-Niners Super Bowl. Right now, I'm drinking the Brock Purdy Kool-Aid. And really, I'm not drinking the Brock I'm drinking the 49ers Kool-Aid yeah. and just the sporting cast I have. I have Niners over Bengals, 27-24. Just think the defense is so good, and I think they have enough pieces on offense to help Brock succeed. And that's yeah. what we've seen. He hasn't really played a great, great game in the playoffs, but the pieces around him are really lifting him up. Um, but yes, knowing what happened last week, I'll probably amend this entire pick. I'll probably <laughs> have to pick between the Chiefs and the Eagles next week. So we shall see. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a really interesting weekend. I'm really excited to talk to you next week. We're going to react to all of this. Uh, conference championships games we're gonna do this segment again and i've been so excited about this it's good that we pushed this because we we had a lot to talk about today we're going to have a bit of a different kind of bracket next week um our great amazing wives are going to do a bachelor style picking of who is the hottest quarterback in the nfl Mm. and this is something that's really heavy on our hearts too me and ben um, for whatever reason, we've really been excited for this. I the think public are waiting. I yeah, think. we've just got yeah. a few really great looking dudes and good dudes, mm. which is just the double whammy. Mm. Um, so come back next week for that. Also, just to keep you posted, Ben and I are now tied all time records nine and six each. Um, so and we're completely different this week. I'm coming right? for you, buddy. This is really interesting. This will be fun. This yeah. is going to be really interesting. No matter what, someone's going to take a lead. So. Uh, this is week four of the fourth quarter podcast. We loved having you. Come back next week to hear who the hottest quarterbacks are. This has been a pleasure. This has been a pleasure. We out. See ya.